Apple presents Meet the Musicians at the Apple Store. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, uh, before we get started, we're all fans here, right? That's why you came. Uh, just a quick heads up, there may be some coarse language tonight, right? With that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, John Mullaney, and tonight's guests, Andy Samberg, Yorma Tacone, and Akiva Schaffer. Hi, everybody. Hey, guys. I'm the moderator. That's the only reason I'm speaking first. My name's John Mullaney. Uh, this is Yorma Tacone. Hi, guys. That's Andy Samberg right hello, there. Hello, hi. And that's Akiva Schaffer down at the end. Hello. And they're hi. the Lonely Island. Boo. Can you believe it? Boo. How are you guys? Good. How are you, John? Good. Welcome to the Apple Store. Thank in you. the Soho Artist Colony of New York City. <laughs> beautiful. It's beautiful here. When's the last time you guys have been in New York? Uh, <laughs> it was like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty Three good answer. Three days ago we were in L.A. shooting a music video, and now we're here. Ah, oh, very cool. A very cool answer to a very good question. Thanks. <laughs> we um, tons of those. Yeah. Uh, you've been doing a lot of press this week, I take it, for the new album, which is the Whack Album? It's called the Whack Album, yes. And we have been doing some press for it, trying to get the word out. Events such as this. A way Tell to... Tell your friends. <laughs> way to just say hi, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. That's very chill. We're so, pretty laid back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is how we see our friends. Yeah. We invite them to moderate events. To moderate panels. <laughs> yeah. It's very relaxed and good. How do people sit again? Because I'm forgetting. Um, I was debating. Leg cross. This we'll is switch pretty, it up This a is bunch. safe, but then this was slightly more comfortable right now. If right. you're feeling real saucy, you can just go with one of these. Yeah. Just straight nice. out. Yeah. Just engage your core and stick your legs straight out. Yeah. And then engage in normal conversation. Hey, what's up, man? How's your how's your weekend looking? Uh, I like, I like a, that this guy's doing it too. Yeah, Thank that's you. very cool. <laughs> Joining in just naturally. It's catching on. A couple people are taking pictures to capture the moment, but just a couple. <laughs> so the Lonely Island, right? Aren't they the best? They're fantastic. Oh you. I'm so excited about the new album. I'm legit, I'm, I'm biased because I've worked with you fellows. Are you I'm... trying to start the wave up back there? It seems like you were trying to... Don't, please don't, don't. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> All right. But we appreciate your energy. Thumbs up. <laughs> and she's gone. <laughs> Off to buy a nano. Just wanted to give us some positive energy. That was very sweet. <laughs> what was I saying? That oh, we work together? That we've worked together, yeah. that I think you're great, and so I'm biased, but that I am very excited for the new album. Do you want to, because I find it interesting, quickly go through the Lonely Island origin story, even though you've, I'm sure, had to talk about it before, but... No, it's fascinating. We were bitten by a radioactive spider. Yeah. Uh, and it gave us super fake rapping powers. Yeah. And great abs. That's a, a movie reference to Spider-Man. I was going to say. Didn't work at all. Spider-Man, so, uh, you should explain, <laughs> is like an indie, and it came out like maybe yeah. 10 years ago. Most people yeah. missed it, but it was kind of under the radar, kind of cool flick. Yeah. It just threw me out a little, because like, our abs have seen better days. <laughs> Shh. Oh, you thought it was a shot at your abs. Yeah. I was, was, like, was talking about your abs. Yeah. It was, okay. just a Toby, it was just a Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Or who else has played Spider-Man in the past 10 years? They've done about eight of them, right? <laughs> Pretty sure every actor has. Yeah. So you guys met, what, you were... Junior high. Junior high. I met yeah. Keeve when uh, we were uh, 12 years old in Spanish class at Willard Junior High in Berkeley, California. And then met uh, Andy a year later at, at the same school. 
Um, and then we went to Berkeley High School together and uh, we're friends all through high school and uh, into college. We went to separate colleges. Uh, I went to UCLA, these guys went to Santa Cruz, and Andy went to NYU for his, uh, to study film. And Kiva was studying film. Um, I would go up and be in Akiva's uh, student films. And then after college, we all graduated at the same time and showed each other the stuff we were working on, and it was shockingly similar <laughs> uh, in tone. And so, like, so we, we knew that we wanted to work together, and we all moved down to Los Angeles together and started uh, making really dumb short films together in the house that we all lived in together that was dubbed The Lonely Island by Akiva. It was That's the shortest I've explained it today. That was really that good. Was Thank you. Long. That was you guys. No, it, <laughs> it, it could have been worse. I actually did not know many of those details. That was great. The moral of the story is hang out with two of your best friends from junior high or high school, and you are guaranteed success. <laughs> you just got to spend 20-something odd years with them. Yeah. That's and then it. live in a house together. And you guys had like a downstairs super cranky neighbor, and that was Lauren Michaels, and that's how he discovered you? <laughs> that's correct. That's, that's what I read. He was read. our Furley. He was our Furley. <laughs> He'd come knocking on the door, but one day he said, turn that music up. <laughs> and they knew they had a hit. You know what, guys? I mean, she would just bolt it off stage after that. <laughs> I'm parked illegally <laughs> in a very crowded neighborhood. Um... You know, John Mulaney here uh, worked with us at Saturday Night Live, and he, he writes all the Stephons. He just wrote that one last That's week. That's right. I worked with, with Bill Hader. It was a very, very fun time writing the Stephons. We um, would collaborate a little bit, but I wrote mainly live sketches, and you guys were doing the now very famous digital shorts that they provided for Saturday Night Live for years. Um, I, I, this, this is skipping ahead a little in the order that I had planned, but um, I was curious if you guys had any like live pieces uh, from when you started Saturday Night Live that uh, you either made it onto the show or didn't that you are fond of, because it's kind of like your SNL uh, B-side, in a way. <laughs> I mean, I, I always enjoyed doing the Blizzard Mans. Yes, the uh, Blizzard Mans are fantastic. And we would, we would all work on those. One of Andy's reoccurring characters. How many times did it get on the show? I want to say four or five. Pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's not step on good, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys like... What did, did, when you started... Because I know that a little, like, the digital shorts came within the first couple months when you were at SNL. Like, you guys wrote a lot of live sketches to be, well, did you write a lot of live sketches we when wrote, you started? Yeah, we wrote an update yeah. for the first show that got on, our first show. Yeah, and then it was we me wrote, and Bill, actually. And, that's, uh, and that was it. And then John Heater was the second show for Napoleon Dynamite, and we wrote a sketch where he was a werewolf, or seemed to be one who was warning his girlfriend about it a lot, and then when he transformed into the, what he considered grotesque, it was just that he just, a mustache appeared on his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, was like, okay. I'm a monster! I'll, I'll be fair, it was yeah. an, it's okay. But it's it was a, our second, but it was only our second show, so we were two for two in wow. our first two. I don't remember the third, uh, what happened after that, but um, it was fine. It worked out okay. We'll just try to go through all the episodes. Okay. Let's just so go one episode. by one. Let's start with 1975. <laughs> George Carlin but and John, whoever else. I mean, John, you helped us a bunch with our stuff. You gave us maybe the best joke in the Pee Wee Herman digital short, which is Anderson Cooper trying to sit down on Cherry and Cherry yelling, get the fuck oh, off get, me. Get the fuck off me, yeah. yes. That was very fun. Yes, I, well, I, I dropped by to meet Pee Wee when you guys were shooting that, like, yeah. probably, like, Friday at 2 in the morning. Yeah, it was late. 
like all of them. At an inappropriate hour, yeah. At an inappropriate hour. Yeah. Um, it was you. interesting, though. You, you Like, trying to, um, like, give ideas to them was both, it was always flattering, but it was also, uh, like, daunting because you guys are of, like, a real group mind. So, like, it was sometimes, like, speaking a slightly different language. I just remember, like... Uh, I would hear about ideas you guys had, and I would be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I remember like pitching you guys ideas, because we were all just sitting around, and you were trying to think of something for the Gabre Sidibe show, a digital short to do. And I was like, what if she's a judge, and you're the bailiff? And, you're, and then all of them were like linear. <laughs> and then I remember you guys were like, we figured it out. And I was like, all right, what is it? And you were like, they're just going to, like, they're both in white robes, and they're going to spit cherries back and forth at each other. And, but you and two, like Akiva and Andy were just like completely in sync. Like, yeah, we both know how this will be great. And then it was. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't remember you being No, no I don't think they came up with there. that idea. They came up with it on the ride home, and but I had the same feeling. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really good. I really like, though, that you knew what they meant, because when they told me, like, <laughs> you know, they'll, nonsense, be, yeah. they'll be in spotlights, <laughs> and they'll be spitting cherries at each other. And I was Generally, like, oh, if you put no. stuff in super slow-mo, you get away with a lot. Yes, that's yeah. true. I just think it's very cool that you guys have always had, like, a real belief in your convictions where like you guys were a unit that really um, made your own brand of stuff at Saturday Night Live and even if it like didn't quite make sense to people it then would go on the show and it would kill and we'd all be like oh yeah oh yeah we all believed in that from the beginning <laughs> so that's less of a question and more just a weird sincere it's a nice, moment it's a, nice it's a good Thanks. talk it's really nice to I see you you know what the only thing that would have made that conversation better legs out uh, yeah. now say the whole thing again ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Straight we Gabriel Sidibe was the host. Bail. Okay. For Bail. what movie? Bail. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know what how much time we have, but I'm just gonna keep talking. All the time we'll in the going. world. Great album cover, by the way. Thank you. The music yeah. is legit. Is like legit really good. Like I was listening to a podcast with Christopher Guest because I have a lot of time on my hands, and he was talking about how like like I guess. I mean, he said parody music, but I would say, like, comedic music. Like, it has to still be really good music. And, like, the songs you guys put out are really good to a point that sometimes I find myself getting psyched up by them. But like for, it's like still Lonely job. Island. Yeah, like you want to exercise with them? Well, no, I remember one time being in Boulder and jogging, and, like, Jack Sparrow came on my iPod shuffle, and I was, like, in the moment, <laughs> moved by the music. Yeah. And then, like, when it got to the Scarface part, like, sprinting and running faster. And it was, then it, it was over, and I was like, oh, what a dirty trick from those three knuckleheads. That was a joke song all along. But yeah. the, the music really is great. You like, had a, a Rocky montage moment. I did. Yeah, I had the, the mountains behind me, and I was blasting Jack Sparrow. <laughs> the results you on your body, that's real. That's what's real yeah. right now, yeah is what running has done for me, both physically and spiritually. <laughs> and at this point, they're going to leave, and I'm just going to continue this talk. <laughs> Did you guys, when you... Uh, this is sort of a weird, like interviewee question, but like, when did you think that you were good at writing songs and coming up with songs? Because the, the songs really hold up never. as songs. We never thought that we were good at... No, uh, 
I mean, we, we had been doing it for, when we all got this place in, uh, in L.A., when we were living together, which was dubbed the Lonely Island, uh, we would come up, we were making stuff on just a little digital A-track and would come home at, you know, four o'clock in the morning and start making songs. And, and really just because we didn't play instruments was the reason why, we, and we grew up it was, listening it was to never hip-hop and rap music. The, it was because our roommate was a, is an actual musician who had been in a punk band, the fourth roommate, and he actually had some equipment in the house. And it was oh, never wow. like an intentional thing, like, hey, we should try making songs, or I have an idea for a song. Right. It was that there was equipment there already, and we would come home and just use it. Make so cool it was never things. a calculated plan. We were just, we've always been huge fans of music and very into music and following music, but it was never a real plan. Yeah. I am, I've always been impressed by the fact that young Akiva went to um, Summer Jam when you were like nine years old, right? Yeah, maybe more like 11, but yeah, I 11, went many which years was in the row. like New Jack Swing event of the year. Summer Jam yeah. was where I think like we, we all did, right? You went, yeah, well. I went, no, I, I went like 92, 93, 92. I, I couldn't get ticks. Wow, Janet Jackson, Jodeci, the whole yeah, thing. You went to the Rhythm Nation tour, right? I did, I went yeah. to the Rhythm Nation tour. You were, I went to, were at the I was doing so it was all ass. research. <laughs> all used years later. All yeah. waiting for Dick in a Box, studying yeah. the New Jack Swing movement. I knew everything. Yeah, just, we all we all knew everything about. Just that. a oh, nine-year-old yeah. front row at New Edition, just staring. Like, <laughs> mm. The usher's like, "What are you doing here, small white boy?" Like, I'm studying for a project in the future. <laughs> It'll be funny. <laughs> Enough time will have passed. <laughs> Yorm went to a. a Belle DeVoe, Boys to Men. Keith Sweat concert. Keith that Sweat. was my first concert. Keith yeah. Sweat. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's Me fantastic. 20,000 screaming ladies. Yeah. And, and at, one point, <laughs> at one point, they got into their boxers and played basketball on stage. <laughs> and that, at that moment, I Which, was excited. Which, wait, Belle DeVoe or like all of them? But yeah, it was probably all of New Edition, even though it wasn't a New Edition show, but they were, it sounds like most of them were there. Oh, yeah, they were Out there. Out of Belle, Biv, and DeVoe, effect. who was the best ball player? Oh, I mean, DeVoe. I gotta go DeVoe. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, surprising, right? You're yeah. both wrong. It was Bell. <laughs> Fact. Fact. Um, you guys are getting all these references, right? <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's like, no way. <laughs> you, got, you got some stuff to download tonight, you guys. We. I feel very old all of a sudden. Um, yeah, so you guys were making videos before you were musically... Uh, before you were making songs, before you were musically working, I was about to say. <laughs> one of the songs we made, phrase. like we made early videos around the apartment, and then we had made one song that kind of had a beginning, middle, and end, and we went, oh, it'd be cool to make a music video for it. So we did, and even for at that stage, it was immediately the one that people wanted to see the most. When Which we'd be song playing. was that? It was called Cablamo. Oh, okay. And it was, it was a new slang word for cool stuff. But like at our assistant <laughs> jobs and stuff where we try to make our bosses like or or like they were assistants at Spin City, the TV show, and and they'd Spin Give City. It they were Michael they bought J. food Fox, for some of the writers. Charlie you Sheen. don't have to. Those writers would have been very hungry if you guys hadn't been there. So. We brought them heck of food. Exity. But they would try to get them to watch them and immediately Kablamo was the one that they like would want to watch more than once. So from very early on we realized that the musical stuff was catching on in a way very cool to fully answer your question to fully answer my question thank you thank you you're welcome thank you very much um i will 
set up now another uh, clip that we're going to see. This is um, one from the new album, uh, and it's called Spring Breakers. And do you want to... Spring Break. Spring Break Anthem is actually what it's called. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That's cool. <laughs> but Spring Breakers was a really good movie. Oh, is that the name of the movie? Yeah, yeah. I it's feel James terrible Franco. now. They're tied together, sort You can of, understand how I would make the mistake, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the first word of the song is Spring Breakers as well. And James Franco's in both. Yeah, so I'm totally... We made it perfect. You're totally confusing. You just wanted to confuse people. <laughs> I wasn't even going to correct you. You just wanted to make people feel like moms. Where I was like, <laughs> your new video is Spring Breakers. <laughs> um, but do you guys want to watch that? Why don't we watch this? It's hilarious. It's cool with you three? Yeah, we're just, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. male couple makes sense in its own way in that video. I think Yorma and Ed Norton are like the cutest in a way. Yes. Or they seem like Thank they have you. the most like quiet dignity when you're walking down the <laughs> It really works as a couple. That was fantastic. We got along really well. Yeah. He, was, he was a little surprised the first time I tried to kiss him though. Didn't well, it tell wasn't him on it, camera. Didn't tell him it was coming. <laughs> it was at his audition for the video. It was at the party. Do you, this is a weird question, but um, like, 
with with shit that would be dirty like i have relatives that i'm always like i don't want them to see this or like i don't want them to know i wrote this thing on snl like not it's not i'm not going to be disowned but like there are i do have people in my family that or just like that i grew up with that i think that i get uptight around have are there people in your life that like you have like felt weird about showing it uh it happened very recently to me when i played my parents-in-law um, with my wife in the room, uh, this new video we have called Diaper Money, and in the second verse, I mention, I mention uh, that I have um, wife pussy, and I keep saying it over and over again, I got that wife pussy, I got that wife, um, and it didn't go over big. <laughs> You had like an old school listening party where like they sat in chairs they and you were like... They hadn't seen it yet. And yeah, just show them Lazy Sunday again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just be like, this Those is the new thing. Yeah, you're doing the reps. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. Some people on Facebook submitted some fantastic questions that I would be very remiss not to include uh, in this Q&A with you dudes. So these are submitted from many uh, Lonely Island fans. Um, I will up. start uh, with, uh, let's see, some, uh, um, despite y'all living in different cities, and the cancellation of the Chicago show, has there yes. been slash will there be talk about going on a legit tour? So despite y'all living in different cities. <laughs> yeah. Where was that question from? Doesn't say? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Like, That's the whole point is that you say their name. It, this is from a, a young lady named Bethany Bledsoe. I assume she's young. I don't know how fucking old she is. Anyway, <laughs> that's her question. She could be 99. Still wants despite to know. Your despite your living, living. old southern you woman. You talk about me, 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 you know about <laughs> It turned into Sandler. Yeah, yeah, really it did. always does. It always does. Yeah. He gets a percentage Started every as an time old lady, he it, turned into Sandler. Uh, we would love to, is the answer. Really, our schedules uh, just, uh, it, is, it is difficult, obviously. There's different things going on. Andy's got a TV show for Fox that's coming up. Called Brooklyn, Brooklyn 99. Oh. That's a plug. A, I'm I like listening. how hard you hit. You really love the Fox network. I, well, hey, I'm trying to have you not have to say it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Fucking no Herman's head. Uh, <laughs> let's just go from the beginning all the way up to Brooklyn children. Married with children. Yeah, that was a bona fide hit. We've lost uh, the youngins again. <laughs> Fox shows. You the guys. other, the other yeah. real answer is that we'd want to do a good job, and since we've never toured before, it would take us like a month or two or three to like put together a show, and so that's kind of that's why it's hard to schedule. Not because we can't find a single free night to go do a show, but because we would need a whole. A lot of times. There would be prep. Yeah, we almost, don't want to just fuck around. We want to do it correctly. Yeah, you don't want to just... almost done it like five times and it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And will you, if you go on tour, strip down to boxers and play basketball you, for part of That was in the plan. That's it really was. <laughs> just miss every single shot for like half an hour. <laughs> just wheel out two low baskets and miss every <laughs> and shot. And by the way, not like long range shots, like missing layups. Uh, this is from Ruth Elisa Munoz. Naturally. Miss Ruth Elisa. Are there any songs that didn't make the album that you all wish that did? Question mark. Well, if we wish that they did, then they'd be on the album. <laughs> yeah, they did have a lot of creative control. <laughs> yeah, we are in charge of it. Um, we did cut yeah. a few songs. We did cut a few songs. There's not that, like they, a they song might... genie that we were like, I wish it was on the album. <laughs> Sorry, I cut no, you yeah. off. I didn't. That was a better answer. <laughs> 
very informative. You, you cut a couple songs. Yeah, we yeah. cut a couple as, songs. As, as one would, because you would... Yeah, I mean, sometimes you start down the road on an idea, and it just doesn't quite gel, and you're like, maybe we'll come back to this, or maybe it's not funny enough. Very cool. Yeah. Is there something you guys have, like, always wanted to crack, song-wise or video-wise, that you kind of haven't feel you've wrapped your heads around? S- Spring Break was that. Yeah. That Spring was actually an idea that. from the last record that we never figured out. And then it actually took us, then we went back to it right at the beginning of this one and also didn't figure it out. And then right at the end of this like process, we figured it out. Yeah. So did you even know you had the turn of Marry a Man or you just wanted... We knew there was a turn, we knew there was a turn in a similar know, way, but yeah. we didn't, I didn't have it right. It, it obviously is, it needs to be just so to work. So it, yeah. took, it took us that long. But you had it from Turtleneck and Chain, so you totally fucking beat Spring Breakers as a concept. Oh, yeah. Spring Break oh, anthem totally. was way That ahead part of didn't Breakers. change. Spread the word. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Uh, here's, a, here's my favorite question. I just want to jump to this. This is from Austin Johnson. Why is Bill Paxton in Apollo 13? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a straight-up straight question up. about Apollo 13 <laughs> casting. Yeah. Just wants to know what's happening over at Imagine Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> like, of all the actors you could have chosen asking, from. He's asking three bona fide Paxton heads. Huge yeah, we Paxton love us some Paxton. Actually, Wouldn't it suck if you guys were Pullman heads and he had totally asked the wrong <laughs> dudes? But the, what's funny is, can't you be both? Yeah. Because you're looking at three. We, it's funny both. that on our last album, whenever we were asked questions of who we would want to collaborate with the most, we constantly were saying Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman. But maybe that's why he asked. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. The answer is because he's a spectacular actor. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a real salt of the earth American. And what is NASA? Is yeah, not he's a salt true of blue American. He's in yeah. Titanic as well. Yeah. He's a motherfucking patriot as yeah. well. <laughs> I suppose you wanted Dwayne The Rock Johnson in that part. <laughs> he's no the sir. franchise saver. Just a fact. Okay. This is from David Samuel Carabello Jr. What was your favorite song you guys wrote? And when did you guys... Oh, we already talked, covered this. What was your favorite song you guys wrote? Do you guys have a favorite? My favorite song we wrote is Thriller. And here's why. <laughs> it's just a hit. Hear him out. <laughs> and it's like timeless. You put it on at the club. People still hit the dance floor. And that's something that we can just be proud of. I and think. you don't need credit for it for having written it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fine if no one knows. It's just as long it. as people are dancing. The yeah. smiles are all, is all the payment you need. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a song on this album that I really, really like called uh, Perfect Saturday. The Perfect Saturday. Are we calling it Perfect Saturday? Perfect Saturday. No, you guys nixed the. All right, yeah. Sorry, Perfect Saturday. <laughs> Much better name. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. Which was really fun to make. It's sort of. By a, the way, that's as, about as, as intense of arguments as we get into is whether or not the word "the" is on a title, and the argument lasts for a while. <laughs> that's but that's pre- as far as it goes. We that's agree pretty on everything good else. from knowing each other from twelve. <laughs> yeah, that it's, it's basically just like I want the, I don't. Okay, we agree. Fair dues. <laughs> we have a good. Let's setup. all wear cool sneakers. Uh, uh, yeah, that you. one's fun. That's a good one. Um, Whoa, I just lost my... Oh, yeah, okay, this is a good question because I was wondering about this. Um, In the uh, video for Diaper Money, which is fantastic, uh, Angel Rock asks, um, why is it that Yorma has the name Jay Orgus, Andy has the name Young Sandwich, but Akiva has no name or pseudonym? A, A, that's a really thoughtful question. question. Yes. B, there's an answer. Keeve does have a name that it would go with the video, but he does the intro, so there's no logical space to put it. But... His name is Young Dad. 
That's, <laughs> that's his new AKA. As they coined for me. His young dad. It was yeah. Since he is a young dad. Assigned to me. Because he has two kids. <laughs> it's revealed later in the album on a different song, actually. Yeah, it is in there. Uh, like it's not revealed, revealed, it's not revealed that, anymore. Instead of instead of uh, giving him his uh, his alias on that song, we actually have Akiva's daughter Hazel. Can I say her name? Is that well? I already did. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't public. But Can I say her name? <laughs> What's private? You know, Akiva's daughter who lives at two seven nine eight. She's still practicing drive, <laughs> but she's on the track going da da in the background. Which is Aww. the door? Yeah, right. See, Give it up for kids. Right yeah. before this guy talks about um, pussy. <laughs> yeah. Aww. 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 Why pussy? Aww. Okay. <laughs> this is from Jamie Tierney Watson. Is is there any songs? <laughs> Everyone you... has like seven. Names. <laughs> Everyone's got. <laughs> Uh, this is from Jamie Tierney Watson. Is there any songs you got laughing at so much while recording that you had to do multiple takes? Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Was that same so, one Jamie, that goes out to you. <laughs> Prompt answers. Zach Hurley. Very. I, I, I can't tell that he's angry, but the question sounds angry. Why isn't Lazy Sunday 2 on the Whack album? Question mark. Great question. We can answer that, right? Lawyers, but I don't Legal think you can reasons. say anything else. I don't know. Law issues. There are no law issues with the song, I just want to point out. But there are some um, lawyers <laughs> with... Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Lawmen. Yeah. Oh, wow. The label wouldn't let us the put it on. The sheriff There's no problem with the song, but the label wouldn't let us. Didn't, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't need, to, I don't need to protect them. That's why. But wow, there's man. nothing to get yeah, sued about. Yeah, very mysterious answer. Very there's nothing to be sued yeah. about because the song like, is completely, completely above board. Yeah. It's on Hulu. Check it out. Yeah. Lazy Sunday 2, fantastic video. It's on Hulu. Check it out. You guys living in like a two live crew existence now. Yeah. Lots of legal problems. Definitely. Constant jacuzzis filled with women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn straight. This is, a, this is from Maya Rose Weitzner. <laughs> All of these we pe- know you have middle names. <laughs> all we of these all people do. sound like law firms. <laughs> this is from the firm of Maya Rose and Weitzner, <laughs> who is suing you over Lazy Sunday too. Naturally, That's correct. as well she should. Uh, you're here. Are you hey! here? You're here. One you're of the random questions, and you're here. So you'll know if Shut he. If he do you put your middle name forward. because there's so many people on Facebook and you want it to people know it's the real you, not another one with your. Yeah. <laughs> Just like normal logic stuff, yeah. not jokes, you know, people's real lives. Absolutely. Still sounds like a law firm. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, I hope this question's good. I know, now you're Johnny on the spot. She could read it herself. Yeah, I know. I, how come I have no, to just do an it? impression of her. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> <laughs> You sit what up was front it, at a comedy what show. What was and... it like transitioning from impressions to your role in Celeste and Jesse Forever? So, you know how you do all these impressions. It's a nice <laughs> I am known as a master so impressionist. So you get yes. the part in Celeste and Jesse, and you're yeah. like, should I bring my trunk of impressions? Right. And they're like, that's not what we need from you right not now. Not necessary. But then, nevertheless, take one, I was, you know, straight into Nick Cage. 
As soon as they called, yeah. you're standing next to Rashida, and you went into Nick Cage. Yeah, she's like, you know, Jesse, you got to get your life together. And I'm like, Celeste, I don't understand. Right. And I, and I almost got fired. The now, director had to take me aside and be like, just relax, man. It's not, this isn't SNL. But he got you there by saying, do an impression of a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> Do an impression of a human being. And he was like, oh, you want more Beetlejuice? Or? Yeah, what would happen if yeah, Celeste if was talking to oh, Beetlejuice? No. <laughs> James Lipton. What would that be like? I never got to do Beetlejuice on the show. I know, I know and it really sticks in my craw hear Beetlejuice. that he didn't get to do Beetlejuice on SNL. May I set up the sketch you submitted to do Beetlejuice? Sure, a yes, long-ass, straightforward, meet-the-press intro. Which, like, you know, do a show that does political comedy, like, you know... my. People are like, oh, good, we have a Meet the Press that maybe we can open the show with. And it was like, Meet the Press with your guests. And it was like Trent Lott, you know, um, uh, Barbara Boxer, uh, political strategist, James Carville, and your guest host, Beetlejuice. <laughs> and it was for Alec Baldwin. And uh, you'd think that uh, there was a connection to the fact that Alec Baldwin was in the movie Beetlejuice. But no, that Not connection case, was never no. made. Yeah. Afterwards, I heard Baldwin like, I, 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 don't, I kept thinking they would reference that I was in the movie. <laughs> like, that's not what it was about, That's not man. what it was about, man. You don't get it. It was about shoehorning my whack Beetlejuice. <laughs> it's a really good Beetlejuice, <laughs> and I would like to hear Beetlejuice talk to Celeste, if you don't mind. Yeah, right. let's hear that. It's going to be a letdown, so thank you. <clears throat> hey, Celeste. I'd love to help you out. I really would. But in order for me to do that, we got to get married. <laughs> it's really good. Good. That's really that good. Was I wasn't right. sarcastic. It is really good. good. Seth, Meyer, Seth Meyers would constantly get upset with us for trying to like jam in movie references from like 25 years ago into the show. Like, how is that relevant? Yeah, my, my, Thus the we Quattos. got Quato. We got yeah. Quato on the show. Like an from Total Recall. It's not in the new one, you guys. So, do you all know Quato? Who knows Quato by applause? You got to see the old Total Recall with Arnold Who knows Andy Samberg's sketch Quato? <laughs> By applause. Yeah. <laughs> same, right, those guys. Same, same people. Those this guys. Is, the, the Quato sketch is like a thing of lore at Saturday Night Live. Like, I don't think you could be bigger within the offices. Quato is the Wayne's world of inside the office. <laughs> it is that popular. Okay. We're not we'll even going to explain, explain it later. It. Yeah, yes. we're not going to explain it. Uh, Never mind, young ladies. You don't, hey. need, you don't need to know who Quato is, and you don't need to know what New Edition is. You're going to get through <laughs> I life I tried to fine. act really real. That's the answer. I tried to scale it back. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it back to Maya Rose White's... White, White's... Nur? There's a lot. It's a common name. There's so many I know, shit. I, I include was, her middle name. Someone just earlier was telling me that there's a lot of Whitesners. Oh, I think it was you. Why don't we do this? There's so many beautiful people here, and I've, I, I don't want to uh, take up any more time with people that are just on Facebook. Why don't we open the floor to some Q&A with yes. our audience here? Let's um, do it. You know, sometimes this gets disorganized, but let's just give it a shot. <laughs> you are wearing a... Yeah, raise your hand. You were wearing a Ninja Turtle shirt, and you stuck your leg out with us, so you're going to go first. I have a question. As far as um, um, artists that you didn't work with, whether it's uh, singers or, or rappers... Um, who would you guys like to work with in the future? I mean, I would say future. Yeah, future. The rapper future. Yeah. The singer. Rapper of future. Yeah, singer and rapper of future. Yeah. 
He's the best. And he deserves it. Well, he doesn't deserve that, but he deserves a lot. That's a song. It's a future reference song. Do you guys God, know failing. Future? He did. Woo. No. He did. Okay. <laughs> the guy right. asking the question. They've we also have been trying to get... Um, we haven't actually tried yet, but we're trying to think of the right idea so we can go to Bill Clinton and ask him to play sax on a track. Yeah, we want that. We're just putting that out there everywhere we go. Spread so that it. Hopefully it can come well. back. Just I some like, sexy sax. I have, want that to happen more than world peace. That's the <laughs> best idea I've ever heard in my life. Bill Clinton in future. Okay, why don't we take another question from the audience? Young lady, you right there. Hey guys, how are you? Good. Love you guys. Good. Um, just wanted to know what's your favorite thing to throw on the ground? The man. <laughs> Rules. Yeah. Yeah. It's all really just part of the system, right? We're yeah. just talking about the system in general. Or like eggs, too. Eggs are fun to throw on the ground, they crack. I do have a, a fun fact about that song. Well, it's debatable whether it's fun or not, but it's a uh, fact. The the end of that song, we were debating between ending it with it now ends with like the moral of the story is you can't trust the system, and we were debating ending it with the moral of the story is you should always use a butthole shield, <laughs> which I think we made the right choice. We we made the classy choice. We're the classy choice. Classy choice, not the right choice. It was one of those the perfect Saturday or perfect Saturday type decisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A win-win. <laughs> All right. Let's take some more questions. Two males. Uh, young lady right there in the white. Burn on green. Should I? I'm just, <laughs> just going to go ahead and stand up. Um, what is like a joke that you won't make on a track? We Have you ever fought over like a reference that was a little bit too risky? I mean, I feel like if we wouldn't do it on a track, we wouldn't say it here in front of hundreds of people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There, isn't a, there is not an immediate example that springs to mind. No. You mean well, that, that was too ris like too vulgar or like too... Blue to say sensitive. Okay. It is, Those it is, do it is come helpful. up. We, we pull back sometimes. Yeah, but it, I, it is helpful that know. there's three of us because if one of us feels uncomfortable about something, then we'll always opt not to do it or usually opt not to do it. Yeah, we do, we do censor ourselves. I just don't think, I can't think of an example, but we, are, we do constantly write ones and go, eh, that's not really right. Unlike, but unlike the benign side of it, like, uh, do you guys have like runners through <clears throat> a lot of the albums, like Turtlenecks and Chains and Light Beer or like Santana Champagne? Sure. Is there a reference that you guys have uh, fought over dropping into a song? Not because it's dirty, just because it would be <laughs> too ridiculous? Or sometimes it's like bringing up a person that could be considered a diss that we're not meaning to. And we'll go like, oh, let's not make... The if they heard it, they maybe would feel bad. And we're not trying to make them feel bad, so we'll take it out. Sometimes a person's name rhymes yeah. really well. <laughs> but then you, and you record it, and then you listen to it, and you're like, it kind of sounds like we're taking a shit on that person. I really like that in... Um, in Semicolon, for a second, you imply that Wayne Gretzky has a tiny dick, and then you immediately clear it up. Clarification. That he has a huge dick. And I was like, oh, that's quite a gauntlet to throw down. Oh, they turned it around perfectly. I'm I sure mean, Wayne Gretzky went from like, what? To like, yeah. <laughs> Hockey is what he said. I, c I can't wait to definitely hear from Wayne Gretzky about semicolon. <laughs> All right. Who else? Oh, are you guys working on Hot Rod 2 or any other film endeavors? Because I'm sure we all love that film. 
<laughs> How about Hot Rod, everybody? <laughs> they knew that one. Uh, we we are, are not we are not working on Hot Rod too, unfortunately. <laughs> are you uh, guys making an Arrested Development movie? <laughs> we're thinking you about that. Yeah, we're gonna make a Veronica Mars movie too. Yeah, it's called Veronica Mars. Also, um, no, uh, no, we're we're always thinking about. Uh, feature film stuff and, and other projects. Uh, and Tell them about to MacGruber 2, Yorm. Oh, we're writing it, y'all. <laughs> Please clap louder than that. How about <laughs> MacGruber and the prospect of MacGruber 2? <laughs> All right, uh, tepid. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty one of the best cheers up. we've gotten. <laughs> There's a question in the back over there. Um, I wanted to know, how did you get Kristen Wiig on the album? And what was it like working on a song with her? <laughs> Uh, well, we worked with her for eight straight years. <laughs> yeah, but how'd you, how'd you get a phone number? Spent a lot of time with her socially and at work and forged a really strong friendship. But did you meet her? <laughs> uh, so then we were all, hey, you know how we've already done like 50 sketches together? Want to do one more? And she was all, okay. But she is the best and we were psyched to have her. There's a young man right there. Is there a song that really makes you cringe for whatever reason every single time you hear it? On the radio or whatever? That we've made or that someone else has made Anyone. it? Anyone. You made it, someone else has made it. It's your goat. That we've made, I think purposefully so, uh, we were listening to, uh, they were playing an old record of ours. Well, not old. It's the Turtle Like a Chain. Uh, Japan, purposefully is one of the most irritating songs ever, and that made me cringe in a good way, maybe. Got any current I feel like there's other songs that we didn't write? Maybe, maybe Thriller. Every Just Halloween, it's like, you're like, oh. We acted like we were cool with not getting credit, but now it's starting to eat at me. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for coming out. Uh, I want to say I love all your stuff. I also love Thank The Strokes, you. and uh, naturally, I really liked Boombox, but... Um, I couldn't help but notice how much it sounded like it's something maybe that Julian would have done. So my question is, how much input does the musical artist that you guys feature have to the actual track? It varies. It varies. In the case of Boombox, uh, Julian did have uh, creative input, particularly in the music. The beat was already made, but he added some guitar parts, and changed the pitch of the beat. He changed the melody in that part, too. Yeah, and He talked to melody, our producer yeah. who had made the beat, and for his parts, he changed the key, and he went, and uh, we none of us know notes, so he was like, oh, it goes A, B, whatever, and can it go A, A D, E? And he actually had him change it. So for his parts, he put it into a, a melody that he... That's why it sounds so much like it, because it's a melody yeah. that he conceived. And he did all those and awesome then he, And it was, it's our and words, stuff. but he... Yeah, exactly. and that pitch change uh, thing has happened on a couple of songs. Like Yolo, we changed for Levine, and uh, for some of the Shiranis for Rihanna, two things. Yeah. For some of the two Shiranis, <laughs> for yeah, both right. of the two, a hundred percent of the grammared time. you. Shirani was a case um, not, uh, <laughs> where you guys, I think uh, that Rihanna week had a song like up until Thursday that you were trying to crack, and I think it was during writing um, that other piece that like Shirani came out almost. Is that correct? Because yeah, I kind of remember seeing you guys in the We had office. a whole we, other yeah, song. We had a whole other song. And we'd even pitched it to her, and she was signed off and everything. But then Keeve and I decided we just didn't it was, think it was It was literally working. maybe 2 a.m. on Thursday night till yeah. Friday morning. And yeah. we scrapped it, and we got to start over. 
and, and then wrote Shairani till like 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have just gone with the thing the first time. It idea. wasn't finished. Yeah. It was like I halfway know. there and we just couldn't finish it because it wasn't working. But you guys working. really like, you know, you, they're conscientious. Another example <laughs> of how they don't take okay. Yes, question back there. Um, in reference to I'm on a boat, did T-Pain really f*** the mermaid? First off, that's a really classy question. <laughs> Second, I would remind you that mermaids are not real. <laughs> And it was, in fact, a lovely young lady in a mermaid costume. Whoa, whoa, fourth wall. Let's let the magic, <laughs> let the magic be out there. Okay, well, the mermaids in Pirates of the Caribbean are real. Everyone knows that. But I was at his house, and I saw some child support checks, and the address was to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> you connect the dots. You sneaky dog. You've been sitting there all quiet, and then you just came in with the, the gangbuster. Um, should we take some questions from up around in front of us? Hey, so, Yorma, you're pretty good in the HBO show, Girls. Um, Thank you. Do you have any creative Fair control review. to get your, pull your friends into the show because uh, they're funny, too? But as a serious role. <laughs> I, d I don't have pull like that. Um, what, do you want to see their butts? Is that what the... <laughs> um, yes. You can say Thank it. you. Oh. I never ever wanted to see as much of Yorm's butt <laughs> as I saw in Girls. And I want to see his butt. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty, pretty big drag. My, my folks-in-law saw that, too, and that was... Uh... Yeah, you're killing it with your parents <laughs> yeah, I'm doing right really now. well. Yorm yeah. has another movie for us. Everyone sit down. It's me, Spread Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Pumping away. Pretending to have sex with another woman. <laughs> Hi there. Hi. Um, what was your favorite scene to film in Hot Rod? Man. Uh, the riot was really fun. That was a yeah, the pretty riot cool day. Fun. Yeah. Um, Pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Fun for Director you guys. Over here. To just walk through it. <laughs> I don't know. There were a lot of them. That is a silly, silly movie. So there were a lot of times like while we were shooting where we'd be like, what are we shooting right now? Yeah, the, uh, the day that we were doing the drowning rod in a pool thing, and we all started doing the bong thing, that came up on set. Yeah, that was fun. So that was, the that bell? was fun to do. No, yeah. no, we wrote that in. Bong bong? No, 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 that was on set. Didn't we? No, I think it was on set. It was on set. Totally improvised. I think, I think maybe totally. there was two. I think no, maybe we, like, there was yeah, two we constructed it on set, but yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going to check the script. You do that. I'm good. So embarrassing to read a script and have it say bong, 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 bong. It would say bell sound. One more, one more. Let's do one more one question. More. We're going to squeeze in one more. One we're going to break Apple's rules. <laughs> Sorry, Wozniak. <laughs> All right, this dude. This dude. This dude. This dude. This dude. This dude. Um, everyone. You're bringing it home. You are the final question. My name's this dude. No, um... It's, it's Michael. Um, if you had to stop what you're doing... <laughs> but I joke, it's Michael. <laughs> this dude's my middle name. By the way, based on the Facebook names, I'd believe it yeah. in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> my name is this dude. I joke, it's Michael Herman Weitzmiller. <laughs> if you had to stop what you're doing right now and pick up a minimum wage job with one other celebrity, who would it be? And what job? Really creative question. Yeah. Killing it on the last question. Minimum wage jobs and with a celebrity, which job would it be and which celebrity? Yeah. Are, you, are you pitching a television show? <laughs> I'm going to make Yorm go first so I can think about it. 
God. Um, well, I worked at Foot Locker, and that was a great summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think probably me and Shaq working at Foot Locker. <laughs> I don't know why Shaq. When I swear people... to God, I was going to say me and Shaq at a movie theater. Really? Yeah. Man, we should work together for the rest of our lives. <laughs> or we should work with Shaq. <laughs> And you really, you really worked at a movie theater, and you really worked at a Foot Locker. Yeah, we just remembered the fond memories of working at our minimum wage jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Only they weren't that Shaq bad. We want to go right back great. to the ones we had. And, and we love Shaq. Yeah, well, for like I worked at a bagel place. So Shaq. you and Shaq. And you and Shaq. <laughs> All right. Thank All right. you for that question. That was a great final question. Um, are we, uh, should we wrap it up? The Whack Album, ladies and gentlemen. The Lonely Island. Thank you, guys. Just I uh, one last thing before we leave. Yeah, I we're not done. Are people walking away? I haven't turned around until just now, and I noticed that we've been all billed as musicians. musicians. <laughs> and that is fucking bullshit. <laughs> because we are not musicians. It, it should have been in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the sarcastic font is, imagine the word musician in that. Put that in wingdings. <laughs> and then it makes sense. The Lonely Island, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming Thank to you. this Thanks event. Thanks for coming. We appreciate it. Buy Apple products. <laughs>